Okay, I held that breath in for a really long time. Yeah. Hey, guys. <sighs> no, I'm like... <laughs> okay. Hello, everyone. Um, welcome to the Tipsy Tays. Welcome to 2024, the year of our Lord and Savior. Jesus H. Christ. Yes. Or most... Or most notably known as Jesus Hong Christ. <laughs> yes. Uh, recently discovered his middle name. Yes, he was of Hong. Asian descent. <laughs> we were all wrong. <laughs> we were we were like one continent off. We had black Jesus. We had white Jesus, but nobody ever Never. thought. We'd have Asian Jesus. You know what? You're right. And I, I think to be, be Asian. to be all inclusive, we have to keep our options open, you know? Or Indian Jesus. Oh, yeah. Dot, not feather. Or feather. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where Josh gets fired from his job. <laughs> oh, no, I, you have to you have to make a distinction. All love. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, we are going to ring in the new year today with a story worst, from Colombia. Horrible. Oh, I mean, obviously, the most yeah. deadly person comes from Colombia. <laughs> Colombia. Isn't that where the Narcos guy is from? Uh, I don't what's know. his name? Pablo Escobar. <laughs> I think he's from Maybe. Colombia. Probably. I Look, mean, all the badasses come sense. from Colombia. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that obviously is the only, like, you know, the only uh, justification here. That's Period. where this guy comes from. So, oh, and you know what? I'm just going to kind of feed off of what you just said because Colombia actually is. The home to three of the top five serial killers in the world. So I was not wrong. <laughs> uh, that is excluding... You know who's from Colombia? Sofia Vergara. Oh, no. I love her. They're all beautiful and evil and just straight up devious in Colombia. We love mm -hmm. it. Yep. So that's why we're talking about this guy. Um, But that, like, top three of the top five serial killers does exclude medical professionals because Ugh. they're like their own subset. So watch out. That's all scary. That's so scary. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll cover one of those guys one day. Like Dr. Oh, Death. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> so there is a reason and it's not just because the people are Colombian Joshua, but there is a reason why they the three of the top five serial killers come from Colombia. But it's pretty complicated. But um, just to give a little background, is that law enforcement in Colombia, unlike in the U.S., are pretty hesitant to and sometimes just refuse to believe that they even have serial killers. So they just don't solve that's me crimes. I walked into my house do. today and there was zero, and I mean zero, lights on. And I refuse to believe that any serial killer would ambush somebody in the complete dark. 
Right. Even though that's probably exactly what they would do. But... <laughs> they would. <laughs> okay. Um, and also around this time, they were focused on crimes that were making more like international news. And the country was also accustomed to violence and crime due to their political instability. If that doesn't sound familiar. And it doesn't. But should it? <laughs> well, the U.S. is politically unstable. So we let people get away with shit. <laughs> And our justice, oh, you're right. justice system also sucks, so. It do, it do. And basically that allowed murderers to just fly under the radar. Period. So today we're going to talk about the person who actually holds the number one spot on that list of top five serial killers based on victim count. And Period. his name, his name, I actually like his name, which is fucked up but it's yosefine yasmin <laughs> gonzalez yes his name is yosefine <laughs> no it's luis alfredo garavito cubios what a beautiful name so i mean obviously i like it because of alfredo because we love alfredo wouldn't want to name their child after alfredo but um, he also was born in Genova, Quindio Genovia. of Colombia. Yes. These are Genovian pairs. That's what I thought. Genovia. Genovia. <laughs> <laughs> so we have our Princess Genovian serial killer Genovia. here. Yes. And then the serial killer of Genovia follows right behind Except he wouldn't have killed her because he only kills children, so. <laughs> Period. He has <laughs> standards. Yeah. So, he is actually thought to have over 300, up to 400 victims. Um, Different sources say anywhere between like 120-ish to 190-ish are like actually proven. Um, most places said that he was convicted of 138, like actually convicted Damn. of them. And most of them were young boys. And oh. this all happened between the years of 1992 and 1999. So some of them, I think, like when they talk about a victim count, some of them were just like, well, I don't want to say just, but sexual assault and not murder they were just raped no biggie <laughs> no big deal <laughs> <laughs> but so he was convicted of 138 murders though Oof. and who knows how many he actually did so he is known around columbia as La Bestia, which means the beast. And he also was known as, I don't know how to say this, Trebillin, which apparently means Goofy. And they meant like the Disney character Goofy because he kind of looked like him, but also he would wear disguises around town and he would use those disguises to like lure these little kids away with him. 
Like he would Ew. disguise himself as like a pastor sometimes or like different people like that. Or like politicians to get kids to come with him. Oh gee. Yeah. So obviously if someone commits over 300 murders we need to know some backstory (laughs) on him because why did he become this way um we can kind of assume that he had some sort of tragic childhood and what do you know he did did he oh (laughs) yes so he was the oldest of seven brothers so they were all boys. And then his, all of his siblings, him and his mother, were abused by his father. And that includes physically, mentally, and also possibly sexually, but it's not, like, fully confirmed. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you would know all about... Gross! Gay. <laughs> um... And then he also claimed to be physically and sexually abused by his devoutly religious neighbor as a child, where his neighbor supposedly would bite him, cut him with razor blades, and tie him to the bed to be molested. And among other things. What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, it's... I mean, it's pretty tragic, but also, like, people go through that and don't turn out to be the number one serial killer in the world so like there probably was also more things going on mentally i feel like i feel like if i was molested by getting tied up and cut with razor blades i might take it out on the world yeah but it i don't know then he just made more kids victims like that so it doesn't make a lot of sense so this guy he was also bullied and he became a loner um as we all do he dropped out of school in the fifth grade in 1968 due to poor performance and then his dad also told him that he needed to make money and provide for the family so he would just like go and work and stuff and he left home at like a young age but as the abuse continued, Louis, Louis I almost said Louise, <laughs> Louis, Louis <laughs> became an abuser himself, and he also would later be diagnosed with antisocial personality disorder. So, I think that can explain some of these things as well. In period. So, obviously, I've already spoiled it. He kills like three hundred kids, but. His first victims were animals. He would no. kill cats, dogs, rodents, birds, basically anything he could get his hands on. And then he moved on to um, molesting his siblings in their sleep. <clears throat> he either would like convince them to sleep naked or he would take their clothes off while they were sleeping from what I understood without them knowing and then like molest them while they were asleep. Oh, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. 
they would all like sleep in the same bed oh and that was part of like the thing with his dad is that i guess he had to like share a bed with his dad and so he claimed that his dad would molest him while he was asleep in the bed yeah Ew. so i kill I people too yeah i mean i i don't know it's pretty it's he did not have a good life even before he started murdering so <laughs> and um, good day we could probably say the system failed him as much as it failed these other you could say children. that <laughs> so aside from him being gay well it later comes out that he's gay spoiler alert but he also has something else in common with you joshua he became an alcoholic. Oh, Taylor, you bitch. <laughs> For the viewers and listeners at home, I am not addicted to alcohol. I, I am addicted to something, though, and I feel like it's time to say it. I'm Is addicted it? to porn. No, oh. <laughs> That's Meredith. I remember The Office? She's yeah. like, I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> I'm addicted to porn. <laughs> And then she eats hand sanitizer to get drunk. Yes, she does. Like that's you. <laughs> you know what? We have not got to that point. So, <laughs> um, so this guy, when he's still like a younger kid, his family relocated from Genovia to Trujillo in 1971. Ah, uh, yes, and. <laughs> And at this time, he's like a teenager, and he found out that he was unable to perform with female partners sexually. Is he gay? Yes. Spoiler. I think I already spoiled it, though. Uh. But yeah. He ends up... Well... He kind of... Do you think like, he's hung? Uh, he kind of <laughs> looks like it, but that's honestly, I hope... I hope he's not, because that would be horrible for these children. Oh, oh God, I forgot. Yeah, you're right. I hope it's small and skinny. Honestly, maybe that's why. Like, he just... I don't know. But oh, God. He, like... At some point, he said... He, like, admits that he's gay, and then he also tries to, like, not be... So it's kind of hard to say if he really was because he later on he has like girlfriends and all this stuff. So I don't know. He, I think he's gay. And I feel so bad that I'm about to say this, but I'm looking at pictures of him. Sadly, uh -huh. he is hung. I can feel it in my bones. You know, that's what I thought when I looked at him too. <laughs> and I, I don't want to think about it. Oh my God. I don't know if you bring this up. He died in October 12th of yeah. 2023. Yep. Damn. Right when he was about to try to get out of prison. But oh. you just, just you wait. I have a lot coming. I can't wait. <sighs> so this guy was born on the 25th of January of 1957. So of course he's a January Aquarius, which we Oh, wait, I do like January Aquariuses. I don't like February Aquariuses, but we'll talk about that another time. So, he was 
14 at this time when he moved and then found out he was like not able to have sex with women because he couldn't get it up. But also he was a child, so that's weird. But anyway, by the age of 15, he was caught attempting to rape a five and a six-year-old. Both of them were boys. And his father was disappointed in him because he chose to sexually assault boys instead of girls. What? Oh. Yeah. My God. Not because he was sexually assaulting people, but because they were boys. Uh. And he was eventually kicked out of the house for this because I think this is maybe around the time that he was like kind of saying that he was gay. And so he got kicked out of his house because he was gay. (laughs) <laughs> and his father refused to have a gay son. He would have a he would have a rapist for a son if he raped hey, women, day. but not a gay son. So all of this and probably more that we don't know about, and I'm not going to get into because there's too much stuff going on here. But all of that pretty much played a big part in him becoming this monster or this beast. La bestia. beast of a man. La bestia. (laughs) (laughs) And as he grew up, his alcohol-fueled anger was typically directed towards his father. As well as... (laughs) Yeah, as it should be. But then also, as well as the many girlfriends he accumulated over the years. So he basically, at a young age, turned to alcohol. But he was actually known to be quite a good guy when he was sober. Um, And, you know, with all these, like, girlfriends and stuff, I would say if he wasn't, like, this, you know, serial killer, he would probably be a really good bi icon. Uh, because bi of all of his icon. girlfriends. And then he was also queen. gay, so he was probably <clears throat> bi. I don't know. But... Well, he wasn't fucking the girls. <laughs> He what he couldn't keep it up. That's true. So he re- That's he's true. not a bi queen. He's just a denial. Well, he could be a gay icon, but he instead b- decided to be a pedophile. He could be up there with what was her name, Marsha P. Johnson. <clears throat> oh yeah, the one who threw the first brick at Stonewall. That could yes. be this man. But he went the wrong way, and I don't mean gay. I mean murderer. Yes, she does. (sighs) Okay. So one of the creepiest parts about like the fact that he was with women is that he would treat the children of these women as his own. But then like once we get into all the stuff that he does to children is just like who knows what he did to their Baby, that's these why women's he treat them kids. like his own. He was, he was fucking up. I know. Ugh. So, I know. basically, this is where things started. I mean, obviously, aside from the attempted rape of children while he was a teen. But he began molesting children, and he became very fond of young boys. Ugh. Um, But he also... Surprise, surprise, had a lot of mental issues, mental health issues going on. 
No, um, please. He, <laughs> uh, he had depression. He would have psychosis episodes. And he just, he felt like a failure. Um, and so he would, he would get drunk to, oh, so he did actually end up having sex with females because he would get drunk to help him get it up because he did want a family because he felt like such a failure and that his like family as a child was such a failure and he wanted his own family. So he I would mean, uh, self-medicate himself to get, get drunk so he could he could touch the pussy yes because we know so them, them them gays don't like that <laughs> it's true can't um, vouch <laughs> ten, uh, 10 out of 10 agree <laughs> yeah. 10 out of 10 would not recommend <laughs> so like many sociopaths that end up becoming serial killers, he, like we just talked about, he suffered from impotence and he also suffered from suicidal ideation. And he, he did attempt suicide at least once, if not a couple of times. Um, he was prescribed several anti-psych drugs, um, anti-psychotics over the years. He, um, and shout out to Shannon, eventually became a Pentecostal church member. <laughs> we, of course, it always comes back to Shannon. And I don't know if he really became one or if he like disguised himself as one and faked he was. it. I can feel it. I can feel it in my bones. Because <laughs> I got, okay, so I got a lot of this information from Wikipedia and I read some other articles as well, but like Wikipedia had the most info, but some of it was very vague. And so I'm like, I don't know if he really became a church member. I believe it. But he probably did. All the church members are fucking little kids. Yeah. And um, he also began to see a psychiatrist, but then he would go visit child prostitutes, which of course are not a thing because children cannot be prostitutes because they cannot consent. Taylor, he was are you raping are you them. dissing sex workers? <laughs> I'm dissing <laughs> child sex workers. <laughs> Please, children, get off the streets. Get off the streets and can be saved. <laughs> and then this part is so fucked up. He would tell his psychiatrist that he, quote, wanted children as if he was saying he wanted a family, which he did want that. But really, he meant that he, he wanted, wanted to, fucking... to rape yeah. children. And yeah. So he for sure attempted suicide in 1980, probably other times as well. But in 1980, he did attempt suicide and then was placed in a psych ward several times that year so josh can tell us about that experience i'm just Dude, let me tell you something about the psych ward i've been there <laughs> and it's amazing hot water it never runs out hold on i'm not even kidding there was a snack bar that you could access 24 7 and they had uncrustables on 
dick. Like, you could... Can I get a strawberry Uncrustable? Done. <laughs> can I get a grape Uncrustable? Done. Can I get a Nutella Uncrustable? No, we don't carry done. that. No, <gasps> done. The only thing they ever fucked up was grilled cheese. How do you fuck up grilled cheese? It's two ingredients and it... It was... It was you like grill it. flatbread mm. and it was like real thin flatbread and they put tomatoes on it. It was not good. Ooh, that sounds good, actually. Actually, shut the fuck up, because no, it does not. Maybe I'll just have to take a trip to the psych ward. <laughs> Baby, unlimited <laughs> hot water. They thought uh, I killed myself, because probably, I was in there for like two hours. They were probably like, Joshua, you have three seconds to open this door. And you're like, I'm just taking a shower. I just I love promise. to sit on the floor and let the Ugh. water hit me. Honestly, that sounds amazing. I want to do it tonight. I'm going to do it tonight. <laughs> I'm going to go to the and psych ward tonight. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Ugh, okay. So this guy, if, so basically he did like random odd jobs throughout his life. Sometimes he even was like jobless and homeless and he was known as a drifter. But, um, he would be, like, a store clerk. He would be, like, <laughs> someone who was, like, working in the church. And he would, like, be selling stuff and all this kind of stuff. So, um, after some failed heterosexual relationships, because he's fucking Period. gay and he can't be with Period. women, he instead decided to go and rape and torture children. And he would do this on his lunch breaks at work. Oh my 15. <laughs> Literally. Why were you late? Why were you late, Wait. Joshua? Sorry. <laughs> there she was fighting a little too hard. Crazy <laughs> Oh my god. And they he had this notebook that he would record their names in. <gasps> and His black book. Yes, literally. Oh, and then wait till we get into the black suitcases. Oh, no. So this next part kind of adds more to the like mystere, the mystique, the like he clearly has something going wrong with him like mentally if you hadn't figured that out yet. He would then read his Bible every night questioning why he was the way that he was and he would pray for all of his victims. Oh, that's sweet. Oh, so sweet. He just <laughs> oh, so sweet. He's just the worst serial killer ever, but he like prayed for his victims, so it's okay. It's like what hashtag a thoughts man. and yeah, hashtag thoughts <laughs> and prayers. <Interior>. Okay, <laughs> and that's gonna do what? Exactly. So <laughs> he would also have nightmares about his victims that would induce both tears and laughter so he would like wake up from these nightmares and he would either be like sobbing or he would be laughing you know what sucks about this is what you can tell there was a sense of remorse in him and i'm not defending him yeah. at all but like you can no. tell this man was fighting fucking demons right and i mean 
Colombia is not like a third world country, but they're not really a first world country. So you just know right. like everything. They're like a second in. world country. And period. <laughs> <laughs> um. No. Yeah. I mean, that's the that's like the weird thing about this is it's like I don't know if he was even like sane enough. I don't know how to feel. I don't. I mean, yeah. obviously he's evil and he's a monster, obviously. but also like, like he. He obviously he felt remorse about it, but he right. did it so much. At what point are you like right? Eh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know, and that's what like that's why this is so complicated because it's not just like, oh, this guy murdered all these. I don't know because it's so fucked up what he did, but then it's also like, okay, but he literally would go and like pray for the victims, like. He must have known that he was mentally it makes you feel weird unstable. About it. Yeah. Right. Like, why would you do that if you didn't have any sort of remorse at all? Like you wouldn't. Right. Um so he also became involved in the occult. He was a fan of Hitler and several other serial murderers Who was as that? well. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we're kind of like... Who doesn't love Mein Kampf? Yeah, who doesn't? That's Hitler's book. <laughs> yeah. It's like Hitler's camp. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> he even claimed to have had the devil speak through him via a Ouija board. Uh, I thought you were about to the... say via SMS. <laughs> devil just hit him up on Insta and was just like, bro, you need to go kill. You guys, um, you'll never believe this. The devil just hit me up on my line. And it's the devil. It's like a, a devil, <laughs> uh, devil profile. And it's like, I lost my credit card. Please send $2,500. I, I will put Saddam Hussein on the line. Hello, this is Saddam Hussein. Oh my Allah God. Akbar. <laughs> um, But basically he said the devil told him to the word kill through the Ouija board. So, and that's not the last time we'll hear about the devil in this story. So don't you worry. So uh, by 1992, he had not murdered anyone as far as we know, but he had raped and tortured 200 plus victims. And his first murder would be committed in 1992 on October 4th. And he would be at the ripe age of 35. So from these murder victims, and obviously he has so many, I can't name them. I'm not going to go into detail of their, like each and every victim because we would have like 1500 episodes on it. So I'm just going to give like the main things also, a lot of his victims were, like, it's really sad, but they were, like, kids that, like, didn't have families because of the, like, like, the violence. Their families had been killed. Um, they were poor. They were lost. Just, it's awful. Um, so some of them were also not ever, like, identified. So we don't even know who Oof. they were. Um, so he would keep trophies from his victims. Sometimes that included their fucking toes. He would cut them off. What? And keep them. 
and he would keep them in black suitcases that he would then leave with various women in his life, including his girlfriends that he had. Absolutely his, not. His several girlfriends that he had. What is and Leo doing? I don't know. <laughs> he got spooked. I think he spooked. Um, maybe the ghost of Louis Alfredo is in my house. I got done. Um, so he would keep their toes, but then he would later get rid of them because he had a fear that the police dogs would sniff them out. Like Leo just did. <laughs> he sniffed out the toes. Um, so then we have karma come in in 1996 and it's me i'm just kidding um but he did fall and break he broke his leg and he was in a cast and a neck brace and he was on the side he was on the side of the road begging for money because he me couldn't work or do anything and um his alcoholism and his temper made it hard for him to hold a job and to keep relationships. So he was like kicked out of his girlfriend's houses. You know, like he would have a girlfriend, live with them, get kicked out. Then he'd find a new girlfriend, which I don't know how this guy was pulling bitches, but whatever. Um, he would, he would fight the, his girlfriend's sons because he would basically seek out single moms because he wanted kids in the family obviously Period. so he would fight with their son so then he would get kicked out um he was fired from several jobs and neighbors knew that he was unstable and so they would not welcome him into the neighborhoods so like basically everyone that he was around for a while like didn't like him very much and could <laughs> tell that there was something wrong with him so in good day um, so we haven't really gotten into like the murders all that much so now I'm gonna get into like how he would get these children to go with him because essentially almost all of his victims over up to like 400 of them they were mostly all children. So <laughs> I'm just going to put a trigger warning in here, which I probably should have done that a while ago, but <laughs> it gets really, really, really gross. So just, <clears throat> just be forewarned. So these kids, first of all, they're kids. So they don't know any better to not go with strangers. Also, he would disguise himself as, like, a church, like, a pastor from the church or a politician or, like, a store clerk or something. Um, he would lure these children with the promise of things like work because most of them were all poor or they didn't have any family. They were homeless, stuff like that. So he would offer them work. He would offer them money, gifts. Food, candy, all that kind of stuff. And, like, these are kids, so they're obviously not going to know any better. 
And the ones that did have families, their families were all suffering. So they think they're doing something good for their family. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to go, this guy's going to give me money or this guy's going to give me food to take back to my family. You know? Classic. Yeah. Um, he also uh, would go after thin, innocent looking children. Me? So I would not have been <laughs> <a victim. laughs> If we're because... talking children, I might have, but <laughs> not now. I never stood a fucking chance. And you know what? <laughs> that That is one reason to be glad about being a fat <laughs> kid. You were not a fat kid, Taylor. Well, I was, but it's fine. No. Because now I can say, well, I wouldn't have been a victim of this guy. And period. So. Um. So. He would do that. He would lure them. He would take them on a walk. And these were, most of them were like little kids and he would take them on a walk until they got tired from walking so far and then he would subdue them right. and i will get into the rest of it in just a minute um he apparently saw these murders as satanic rituals and sacrifices and actually when the police first found the bodies, some of the bodies, because they were found in mass graves, they thought that they were victims of satanic cults because they were in mass graves. And they were like, there's no way one person could do this. They were wrong. And good day. <laughs> so, uh, Lewis would get drunk. He would do these horrible things. That I will mention in a moment. And he would say that. Here's our good friend the devil again. He would say that. It felt like the devil or evil spirits were working through him. And he would always be drunk during these crimes. Period. So. He. Would torture these kids by stabbing them with a screwdriver holy shit slashing them with razors oh and by the way he would do this stuff while he was raping them what and then he would cut their genitals off and stuff them in their mouth not all the time but he did that quite often and then he would either decapitate them, or slit their throat. Oh my god. To... Oh my god! Yeah. And then, this part is the part that makes me literally want to throw up. He would sexually assault them, rape them, after slashing like their bellies open so that their organs were like pouring out of them while he was raping them oh you know what i take back what i said earlier about oh you know this is no this man was a fucking sicko <laughs> nothing, i know nothing failed him there was not no. enough help in the world 
Yeah. Ew! And then he would also sometimes perform necrophilia on their dead bodies. Ew! Ew! Oh my god. Oh, sick! Okay, I think that's like the worst of the worst that I'm gonna say. So, (laughs) at this point... People are now noticing that dozens and dozens of children are going missing. Which, imagine, like, how many people, how many kids have to be going missing for, like, cities and towns of people to be like, huh, we're losing, like, number, we're losing numbers here. Like, this many kids have gone missing. Like, um, and basically nothing was being done about it. Like I said, all the stuff with their political unrest and all the violence already going on. But then mass graves started being discovered and they finally started taking it seriously. So as the bodies were piling up, let us remember that this guy is not the brightest and he was also drunk. Let us. Let (laughs) us pray. Lettuce and tomato on your grilled cheese. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, he's not very smart, and he was also always very drunk when he committed these crimes. <laughs> Same. And also, this is literally in, like, the 90s. So, he would leave liquor bottles that he had been drinking out of, and one of the articles I read said, like, the cheapest brandy available, and I was like, damn, they're, Margaritaville. Uh, <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> you ruined that makes my me life with that. Vomit. Doesn't Ugh. It? <laughs> Ugh. That stuff Ugh. was horrible. So he would leave liquor bottles and lube near the crime scenes. <laughs> <laughs> and one time, one time, this would be you. Some Astro Glide. This no, this next part is you because remember the last time we hung out and you just threw your glasses on the floor. You were like, Mm -hmm. "It's fine, I have another pair." Well, (laughs) one time he left his glasses there because he left his glasses at a crime scene with dead bodies of children because. He passed out drunk with a cigarette in his hand in like a sugarcane field or something. So it, it caught on fire. He woke up and had to run away. And his glasses that he left behind, apparently he had some rare eye condition that his glasses were made for. And these are what eventually led to him being arrested. That would be me. Exactly. So now that's three things in common with this guy that you have. How dare you? That's right. The the fourth thing, I killed my best friend. (gasps) He never did that. (laughs) Not yet. (laughs) Um, so they found his glasses. They, like, figured out that it was him somehow. I don't really know how. They suspected it was him. He had been traced to, like, being near all the crime scenes, um, like, when they happened. So, police contacted his girlfriend at the time. Oh, no, what happened was, he also left, with his glasses, 
a fucking piece of paper with his girlfriend's address and name on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like literally, how how stupid? How stupid can you be? Really so, fucking stupid. So they contacted the woman whose fucking name, address, and God knows what else, probably her social security number were on there. And <laughs> she was like, well, I haven't seen him in months. But here's a black suitcase that he left with me. Guess what was in it? Bodies. No, but a lot of evidence. <laughs> probably oh. lube, too. Um, it had journals with detailed accounts of all of his murders. So that was basically like, okay, well, we know it was him now, clearly. And they didn't even know like about all of these murders yet either. Because they were just digging up mass graves and then some of them they were finding like a body here, three bodies there, whatever. Um, and this next part is another thing that I only found on Wikipedia, but I hope it's true because it's pretty, it's kind of funny. Not the first part, but <laughs> the ending is kind of funny. So after they found this evidence and they were like, huh, this is our guy. He was picked up soon after on charges of attempted rape of a 12 year old boy because he lured the boy and was a, obviously attempting to rape him. And, a nearby teen boy heard the commotion and started throwing rocks at him. So then Lewis got his like knife and was chasing them. And um, he eventually, I guess they got away and he found a young girl nearby and was like asking for directions. He was like yelling at her, like, how do I get to blah, blah, blah. So she literally told him, the wrong directions told him <laughs> she sent him basically into the woods so he got lost and then she called the police and was like hey this guy is like in the woods because i told him to go in the woods and you guys need to come get him <laughs> what a dumbass <laughs> so he when the police got him he basically lied about his name because remember he was always about like disguises and stuff. And yep. so he told them that his name was some local politician's name. But then after he was in jail, they ended up finding out that, which they thought it was him. And they were like, that's not this politician guy. We think it's this guy. And he eventually confessed that his name was Louis Gar Garavito. Um, and then he was tied to the crimes with DNA left at the scenes because he raped kids, so they had semen. Um, and then he also had all those liquor bottles. Uh, literally, is this restaurant everywhere. semen friendly? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Hi, I'm uh, Captain Flarty. <laughs> no wonder I keep think I keep almost saying Louise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, okay, I'm almost done. Sorry, this is a really long story, but there's just so much. It's crazy. So, if you weren't already disgusted and horrified by this story, then prepare yourselves because guess what? It gets this worse. guy 
Well, it does, basically, because he was convicted of 138 murders of children and was sentenced to only 22 fucking years in prison. <gasps> what? And in 2021, there was a request to release him early on good behavior. And while he was in prison, he talked about wanting to be a politician after his release to help abused children. But, uh, but he was the one abusing them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> this Something it's right just here. Like, Every single, like, turn of the story is just like, what the fuck? Like, right. who, who let this guy speak? Like, honestly. Um, obviously, he was not released in 2021, thankfully. It was blocked. But by 2023, he would have been eligible for parole. But thankfully, Karma got his motherfucking ass again and he died in October of 2023 at the age of 66 of eye cancer and leukemia. That eye basically, cancer. yeah, it de- it really debilitated him like throughout the rest of his life, and um, he needed like blood transfusions every single day. So I think it's safe to say he suffered quite a bit Good. towards the end of his life. Thank god because that man if anyone that man fucking deserved it right and that is the story um not like super detailed because obviously he had who knows how many victims so i was not going to get into all of them um but that is the story of louis garavito louis alfredo garavito Good God. The number one serial killer in the world. He's number one. Smitty Warman Jagerman Jensen. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> I love SpongeBob. That just killed me. <sighs> well, everyone, we hope that that uh, really made your new year like happy 2024 i don't know what to say after that that was fucked up that is a wild (laughs) fucking story and disgusting i I literally almost (laughs) threw up like reading and writing about the fact that somebody would okay here let me say the fact that somebody would fuck kids is is disgusting but the fact that somebody would fuck kids with their organs spilling out of their body literally literally so gross it literally just makes my freaking stomach turn yeah disgusting ronnie said me too he has no idea what we're talking about hashtag you guys keep him hashtag me too (laughs) keep in mind ranny is very high on the spectrum you guys (laughs) it's true all right well um everybody have a fantastic rest of I don't know. Your weekend? Year. Your 2024? Yeah. Like, all of it. The rest of your life. Whatever. Um, And we'll see you next time, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Goodbye and good night. Bye!